Welcome to the Transform Your Teaching Podcast. The Transform Your Teaching Podcast is a service of the Center for Teaching and Learning at Cedarville University in Cedarville, Ohio. We seek to inspire higher education faculty to adopt innovative teaching and learning practices. Thanks for joining our conversation. Welcome back to Transform Your Teaching here on the campus of Cedarville University in Cedarville, Ohio. My name is Jared Piles, and with me, as always, is Dr. Robert Ivan McDowell. Hello, Dr. McDowell. Hello. It's good to be here today. We are revisiting our series on the basics, talking with some faculty members about their different assessment strategies, content delivery, and the like. And with us is a very esteemed colleague who happens to work down the hall from us. He's in our department. He's one of my good friends. We started here together. He's my partner in crime when it comes to instructional design. That rhymes. Dr. Haisong Ye. And I did a little bit better on that pronunciation, right? Yes. Thank okay. you. Just for the record, though, how do you actually pronounce it? Haisong Ye. I mean, I thought I was, I think I did okay. Uh, well, it's better. If we had a rubric. Hai it's very close. Ye. It's very close. If we had a rubric, I would score at least above like a 70. Would you say? Oh, hi. Yeah, 85. Oh, 85. Wow. Generous. But in the office, we affectionately call him Yeah, Yeah. Yes, because he is the <laughs> grandfather. He is the grandfather of the CTL. He's the all-wise. No, he's also referred to as the A-team. The A-team, yes. In the office. They cannot forget that. It's people, very good. People will bypass my office. And mine. And Rob's and go straight to Dr. Ye's office because they get the best, the best answers from him by because far. my door is like uh, straight towards the uh, hallway. So. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I think you need to change where you sit because they also see you because mm-hmm. you sit right beside the door. Mm-hmm. I think you need to hide like Robin. I, I have do. a question and there's my answer. <laughs> He's sitting right there. Anyway, so just give us a, a brief history of how you came to Cedarville. So I was a, a PhD student in uh, Indiana State University. So I started my PhD program 2012. And then towards the end, I think that was 2018. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to find a job all over the country. I like look, look, I was looking over for a job. And uh, I don't know how I just uh, have a chance to uh, find the job, job posting from Cedarville. And then I applied for that. Uh, at the same time, I applied applied another job, uh, almost the same time. But uh, I got both interviews, one from Cedarville, one uh, from the other institution. Yeah, so it's just just it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we should also mention that Hai Song and I interviewed for the same job. Yes, and he won out. He did. He did win out. So. Yes. At I'm, that, not, I'm not bitter about that at all. At that time. Clearly because I'm here. So. At that time, he, he had the requisite skills and also the education. Oh, yeah. Mm. I had come from K-12. I hadn't done instructional design. And Dr. You'd, had, you'd done some. You had yeah, a master's, but. I had a master's, but it wasn't an instructional design or it wasn't necessarily in higher education. Mm-hmm. I had taught a little bit. Right. But, yeah, he clearly, he won. He's the A-team. He's the A-team. So he's going to win. Yeah. So let's talk about objectives. How do you approach, let's say, let's start, I know you do, you have your foot in both camps when it comes to teaching and designing. 
So let's start with teaching. How do you approach objectives? So for teaching, like I always uh, think about the the like overarching goal for this course, how a course will fit the program, how the course will um, serve the students like with their uh, prerequisites, like prior knowledge. Most of the time I will have the course objectives like has already determined for the course. Um, but as an instructor, I still have the uh, opportunity to choose a way to implement those objectives in my course. Mm-hmm. So first of all, uh, I will not just look at the course, but the whole series of the courses, like how this course will serve like as a prerequisite for the following up advanced courses or how, what kind of prerequisites for this course. Like I will try to uh, find the good position of this course, like in a series of courses. Mm. So that's the first step. Then I will uh, look at the course objectives and then try to um, identify those assessments. You know, at the end of the course, how students can demonstrate their successful uh, uh, achievement. Mm-hmm. So same question, but now put your designer hat on. Um, how do you approach objectives? Because I have the like mindset of uh, of an instruction designer, so mm-hmm. uh, I will say pretty similar. I will st- uh, still start uh, from how this course is positioned in the program, and then again core uh, course objectives, then assessment, then uh, content. I have one follow up. I've never asked you this before. You and I meet with instructors on a regular basis about their courses and through various stages of the design process. How do you teach an instructor about good objectives? What's your approach to it? Usually, I will like influence them, guide mm-hmm. them through the thinking process. Like uh, I would ask. Uh, as a uh, like subject matter expert, uh, after students finish this course, what you want them uh, to be able to do, like uh, what the actual work or action, uh, actual uh, uh, job or work, like what what can they do? Mm-hmm. And then usually they will give you a or give me a uh, very specific example, and mm-hmm. then I can. Start from that, I can build up the uh, course level objectives and module level object objectives like that. So you start, you give them, say, give me a specific task that they're going to, an actual action mm-hmm. that they're going to be able to do at the end of the course. Mm-hmm. So why is it so important that course objectives be clear? And why do they need to start with a verb? You guys have already discussed in the uh, previous episode you use the drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to know. Uh, I say we. It's including uh, the instructor and the students. Mm-hmm. Both of them needs to know what's the end goal of the course. That needs to be very clear. So, from the instructor's perspective, the instructor can uh, design and facilitate, uh, design those activities and facilitate the students learning process towards that goal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From the student's perspective, 
when they study, they have a very clear goal. It, it will also help the students to uh, like um, improve their skills in like self-regulated learning, mm-hmm. like long, lifelong learning, not just for this course, but but soft skills, soft skills, yeah, like organization and time management, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Gotcha. So it kind of teaches by inference, mm-hmm. using those course goals gets them to start with what they want first and work backwards from there. Mm-hmm. Okay, kind of like backward design. It sounds like it. it. Sounds like it. Yeah. So, uh, like I I told you guys when we were at the AECT conference, I attended a session. Uh, that session had a student uh, present with a, a professor about a online course design. So the student shared uh, about like how uh, shared the student's perspective uh, of how a, uh, a online course will be a good online course. Hmm. One perspective from the students is clear uh, course goal. That's very important for them as well, I think. So it sounds like knowing what you're doing in a course and why you're doing it, especially if it's your program of study. And that's why I liked really a lot about what you were saying earlier of dovetailing your course into what comes before it and what comes after it. So that really gets us to a, a larger idea of program development, and even program outcomes, which we haven't really touched on this podcast at all, but I think it's legitimate to say it's really hard to write good course objectives if you don't know where the program is headed. Mm -hmm. I think that's also a piece, and it is very encouraging to hear how you start off with that, not only in your teaching, but also in your design work. So we have a thought experiment that we're going to do. We feel like we have covered objectives and we've defined them and described them as many times as possible. But as we have discussed in previous episodes, sometimes a good case study or a thought experiment like this is a good way of demonstrating and helping make those connections. Yeah, I like it. We're going to do two SMEs and an ID. Dr. Ye is the ID and Rob and I are partner SMEs. I've never heard of two SMEs. Partner SMEs. Our course is going to be how to make a good cup of coffee. And now, using the power of audio, hold on, gentlemen. We are going to transport ourselves to a coffee shop. This is a really nice coffee shop. I mean, this is... It does have a feel. It's very nice. It has a feel. I feel like this is like our coffee drops have come full circle. Mm. Do you smell the aroma? Yeah. I think we should call this this episode the coffee pot. (laughs) I don't know what that means. Instead of coffee drops, it's the coffee pot. But it's not. <laughs> anyway, Dr. Ye, lead us through this thought experiment, please. We are here to uh, build a course informing uh, other faculty members of how to brew a good cup of coffee. Sure. So, may I ask, what's your end goal? What do you think our end goal should be, Dr. McDowell? I think our end goal should be that faculty member can brew for themselves at home a delicious cup of coffee with any contraption that they have. So we're not limiting brew device. We're just saying whatever. So what do you think, fellow SME? I I think it's great. I think we should, whatever the way we get there, the end goal should be a delicious cup of coffee. Yeah. So the end goal is a delicious 
cup of coffee. Correct. Yes. So how do you define delicious? Well, it is somewhat subjective, right? It is very subjective, yes. Because we do have those amongst us that think Maxwell House is a delicious cup of coffee. Yeah, that's and that's a and problem. We would say that's sad. That's a bad. That's a bad cup of coffee. Um, hmm. How would you define delicious? Uh, well, personally, I think delicious cup of coffee is something that's chocolatey, nutty in flavor. Um, doesn't have a bitter aftertaste. And um, is smooth. It doesn't like kick you in the face, so to speak. Like you're not rolled over by how harsh it is. Let's. Or we've gone to. No, no. It's. I think it's fine. I think if we do delicious and chocolatey, I think we are getting to a specific type of bean, and not necessarily the brew method. So I would say that delicious would be an equal extraction, like the perfect level of extraction. So. That involves the ratio of water to beans, the grind size, and everything else. I think that's where we need to go for delicious. I think that is excellent. Yeah. You are right. Thank you. So now we have an action verb. It's actually to brew. Brew? Okay. To brew, right? So at the end of this course, students will be able to brew a, do we say delicious? To brew a proper cup of coffee with... Uh, the right ratios of water to beans and t- contact time. What else is missing there? Uh, water temperature. Water temperature. Grind size, water temperature, um, time is part of that as well. Because regardless of bean, well, I think they also need to know what makes a good bean and what doesn't. That's correct. So when is the proper time to actually brew a bean or to grind it. Yes, because beans can get stale. Yes, they get yeah. stale. After they're first roasted, you're not supposed to have them out for, you're not supposed to use them for another week. Okay, so so we are getting very detailed yes. Uh, yes. stuff. Yes. So yes. let's back up a little bit. Okay. So the final goal, final goal is to brew a cup of delicious coffee. Yes. Still, right? We're trying to d- define delicious. Yeah. We, then we try to define delicious. Okay. And then we have an idea of what is considered as delicious. Okay. So the delicious is uh, based on the coffee brewer's own tastes. Uh, tastes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right? Then my next question will be how, how would you evaluate it's delicious? So based on... Based on what I heard, it's mostly it's self-evaluated. Yes, I think you're right. But that makes me wonder if we need to go away from delicious and go back to what you were saying earlier, is that it just needs to be technically brewed properly. Yeah, because delicious is subjective. We need something right. that's objective. I think you were on the right track when you were talking about time, temperature, grind size, those three things. And quality, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We can we can wrap it up by just, I mean, we can put all those things together and say, brew a properly extracted cup of coffee. Because extraction, extraction is all those things. Grind size, water, temperature. Okay. Time, that's properly extraction. So that's, that's a... That's, that's going a, to give us a good cup of, a delicious cup of coffee. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Is that where we were headed, Dr. Ye? Yeah. So now we come up with the... Uh, 
final like end goal of the course. Okay. We can say because this is a simple like course, I won't expecting we need like more than one objective for for this course. What oh, you okay. Think, right. All right. That's fair. Yeah. So the, you don't want to go into the different regions where coffee is harvested, so that then, so that the coffee maker would understand the history and provenance uh-huh. of multinational <laughs> coffee beans. Yeah. So that's again, do we need that in this course? Like, if our goal is to just brew a cup of properly, uh, extracted, properly extracted the coffee. All right. Do we need this to... This seems like a short course, maybe it's... a module in a course. I, that's fine with me. Maybe this is part of the process with Dr. Ye is realizing we either need more or we need to just say, hey, this is probably a two-week course. You mean we didn't think about everything we were wanting to do before we got in here? Yeah, we should have brainstormed before we came into the... Oh. Yeah. But this has been very helpful. Yes, it has. But again... Again, we we can we can go deeper if we have time. We do. Let's like, go ahead. Like this is a course objective, but in order to help students reach that goal, we needed to set up some lower level, or say like module level. If we have two modules, we sure. need some module level or uh, sub level objectives. Okay how we can ensure students will reach this course object. Okay. What do we need? Well, they need to know how to grind coffee. Well, what kind of coffee they should use, right? So they need to know when it's good to grind coffee beans versus when it's not. So when is it the premium time? Is that the right thing to say? Or the right time? Yeah, the right time, I would say. When is it the right time to... Grind coffee beans. Um, so start with coffee beans. Stop. Start with coffee beans. Yeah, yeah I would say start with coffee beans. Mm-hmm. Do you think we need to talk about how to choose coffee beans? What kind of roasts? I think we need to make them aware of the different types of roasts. And maybe because the regions are not always very specific, but it wouldn't hurt to go to why an Ethiopian coffee is different than a Costa Rican coffee. Do we make them aware of like the tasting wheel or the flavor wheel? I don't know if that's at this level. I think that might be uh, advanced coffee tasting. Okay. That's that's 201. This is only 101. This is 101. So, okay. so we can say given a type of coffee beans. So yeah. like light roast, medium roast, Dark roast, that's what comes to mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that how that also can affect extraction as well. What about single origin versus, you know, blends? Uh, Does that matter? Organic? I guess that would matter. I guess you're, we're also informing our students on, we're giving them a buyer's guide almost to buying coffee beans at this point. Essentially, it's what it sounds like. Because the other thing you have too is flavor is affected by by the um, finishing. Yeah. Mm. So there are so many different finishing types. Yeah. Even to the same coffee bean. You could have the same coffee bean, beans, I should say, from a particular location, say Costa Rica. Yeah. And you can finish it in multiple ways and the flavor be completely different each each way. Yeah. So you've got anaerobic, you've got your 
the ones that are just dried in the sun. You've got the ones that are washed. Mm-hmm. You've got, yeah, there's a lot of different processes do we, for that. Do we, do we go into that or not? Yeah, do you want to go into that? If not, we can know. just say given student, student will, uh, will be given a type of bean. That's simpler. Yeah, if we're not looking for necessarily the flavor, which we got rid of the delicious part of it. Because ultimately what we want for them is to just know how to make, to make a properly extracted extract coffee. Coffee, coffee. Yeah. So maybe we don't need that as much. Yeah. Maybe I would I would do dark, medium. And if we're going to go into like weights, like how we weigh the coffee, I think we should go into dark, medium, and light. But you're going to have to because that's part of extracting. Right, right. That's Proper true. ratios. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. But I think uh, besides that, I don't think we need to go into too much detail about mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So bean, water, ratio. Water, yeah. so how... Uh, special like what what's special for water temperature or type Tem- of water so are these for this level of course i would just say temperature okay you can get into the nitty-gritty of the minerals you put in your water oh shout out third wave water yeah just down in, the road here on cedarville's campus also was on shark Not on tank. campus in cedarville they're also on shark tank yeah yep um but we won't go we'll just talk about temperature at this point okay yeah so the the Two objectives, separate objectives here. So one is uh, the bean, how to grind yes, and set the proper temperature of the water. Yes. Uh, yes. Set the, and the last one is the process. Yes. That sounds about right. So there's a lot in the process, though. Yeah. But we need to think about because we have like not the 14 weeks course. Yes. So. <laughs> oh, we could though. <laughs> you most certainly could. We could. I though. agree. Yeah, that sounds like a good online program. <laughs> Coffee buying and brewing. Get your barista certificate. Cedarville University. Um, so yeah. for this course specifically, do you have a, like a particular brew method in mind you want to? We we could just do the classic and do the V60, just the pour over. That's the most accessible because you don't have to have, I mean, you do need something like that, that, um, what's it called? The V60, the carafe, carafe, yeah. And the cone. Yeah, you need the cone most certainly. Yeah. If you don't have the carafe, as long as you have something to put it in. Or if we wanted to go simpler, we could do the Kalita Wave because it has a flat bottom. This is something we should talk about during the process too. Different methods have different extraction methods. Like there's the flat and there's the cone. Mm. Um, cones are usually uh, easier to mess up, but the flat is pretty much you're going to get even extraction all the way through if you have a flat-bottomed uh, brewer. So a lot maybe, of your, maybe Cleta Wave would be a good yeah for that instead. One thing we will not touch is um, the heresy of K-cups. <laughs> Yeah, we will not discuss Keurigs at all in this course. If anyone even mentions it, I'm walking away. <laughs> or instant coffee. Yeah. Not acceptable. We don't brew plastic. That's right. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the, the, the V60 process. V60. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. Sorry. Cleta Wave. Cleta Wave. Wave. That's the easiest. That's the easier one. Yeah. yeah. Cleta Wave? Kalita. Kalita. K-A-L-I-T-A. Wait. Hashtag not Kalita an Wave. Hashtag could be an ad. Lead <laughs> away. Yeah. So I think we have three uh, sub-level or lower-level objectives. Yeah. Uh, grinder your coffee properly. 
-hmm. set the water temperature properly, yep. and follow the uh, process of the Kalita wave. Kalita wave. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To fix a properly extracted coffee. Okay. So we have probably, with this thought experiment, we could do so much more with this. We really could. But I think the process, it just was really cool to watch. Oh, yeah. Because we came in with an idea. And I think this is this kind of underscores, and Dr. Ye, please speak to this, but it, it underscores the point, for me anyway, that having more than one person with you when you're trying to do this is extremely helpful. Because mm. you don't have someone, if you don't have someone to bounce ideas off of or even question your own thinking, you're not going to probably get the target that's what I think about when I think about course objectives. I don't, I don't really define the target, what I'm aiming at, uh, precisely enough. So that was uh, that, that was, was very really enjoyable good. for us. I don't know if it's going to be enjoyable <laughs> for those that are listening. I hope it is. I, I think it was because yeah. I was going through, man, the A-team is really good. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> Let me just say, there's a reason he's the A-team. Yeah. Because the way that he directed us yeah. in the in the right direction. It was definitely nuanced. It was very good. And he knows us. Yeah, he does. But I think he can do that with anyone, and I think you can as well. So I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little different in my approach. Yeah, but we won't do two SMEs and an ID as me the ID. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you do it as well. So yeah. So this was really good. I think that's going to help us better. I think it's to help our listeners as well. I hope so. I hope so. Construct some. Yeah. Um, ways of approaching objectives. It also shows how good Dr. Ye is. Yeah. So if you want to come over and get some insights from the A-team, you should do that. We're going to start working on our coffee course now. Yeah, I'm all for it. Thank you for coming in. Thank you. Thank Appreciate you for having me. Enjoyed it. We are going to wrap it up. That's going to do it for us today. Thank you so much for joining us on the Transform Your Teaching podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe on the various podcast platforms. Send us an email at ctlpodcast at cedarville.edu. And check out our blog at cedarville.edu forward slash focus blog. Thanks for listening.